Hey there, and welcome to Between the Lines. I'm your host, Chris White, and this is the podcast where we take a look between the lines from the message this past Sunday here on the Hill. And uh, this past Sunday, Pastor Chris Varnell, you brought the message, and we talked about build the church. And so you're here with us today. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing great, Chris. Yep. Awesome. Great message Sunday, by the way. I absolutely loved it. I was leaning in. You picked on me a little bit, so I thought that was good. Got a good laugh. I did. You got a good laugh. You got a good laugh. I was was like, man, that was good. That was good. (laughs) Interesting. You were talking about Legos when you brought that up, and I'm definitely not a fan of Legos. I remember when we first got that Lego set at that um, staff retreat, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't stand these things. Um, My son doesn't like them either. He gets about maybe five minutes into it, and then he's like, Done. Done? Done with it. Oh. Can't do it. Too many instructions because you have to follow you do. the instructions or it comes out wrong and he's yeah. just, yeah. I don't know where he gets that from. but It's amazing to me that you either have a passion for Legos mm-hmm. or you just don't like them at all. And yeah. There's not a middle ground. There's really. not. There's either you're absolutely yeah. in love with them or mm-hmm. yeah. can't stand them. I'm definitely yeah. on the can't stand them side of things. Um, so Pastor Chris, uh, starting out, just tell us a little bit about yourself and all of the things that you lead here at Victory Hill, just for our audience listening. Okay. Well, um, I have been here forever. <laughs> um, I grew up in the church, actually. I kind of okay. started coming to the church on the bus. Okay. So um, yeah, I've been here a long time, mm-hmm. but I currently lead um, children's ministry, which is what I've done forever. And okay. uh, that's truly my calling, mm-hmm. uh, usually where my giftings lie there. And then um, I do small group ministry right now where okay. I oversee and help and support our small group leaders. And um I don't know. I I do all things food. All things food. Yeah, that's, for sure. <laughs> that's something that you know. Everybody, all mm. things food. If there's a dinner, if there's a whatever, mm-hmm. I'm usually in the middle of it. So you head but, up a bunch of our major events too, like our fall fun fest that oh, we yeah. do, and our yeah. family picnic thing that we do. All of those different things. Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. Um, I always like to start with something that's kind of fun and just a little bit interesting. And so okay. I've got a couple questions for you. Okay. Um, they're just kind of random. Like, okay. Okay. So okay. If you had to pick, the first one is this. If you had to pick one restaurant to eat every meal at for the rest of your life, what would it be? What would the restaurant be? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> This is a hard question. It is a hard question. Like if it's just like, what's your favorite restaurant? That's I mean, easy, I can't right? even choose where to eat on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm like, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, oh, wow. It's and no hard. regard to weight, right? Because no. I mean, yeah, just, you know, what, some places What's your, what's your favorite up. place to eat? Okay. Um, I'm going to say that I could probably... I could probably eat Taco Bell every day. Oh, wow. All right. All right. I hear you. I John's over could. here. John's over here like amening you. I think he eats Taco Bell every day. I could, and they serve I breakfast, could. right? Like yes, they, they do. Breakfast? They okay. do. They do. Nice. I, I could probably do that because, yeah. Yeah. Pretty simple yeah. menu. Same. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would pick I would pick somewhere like probably like a, like a Bob Evans or like a Cracker Barrel because they serve a variety of foods. Well, I thought like, about that, but that makes me feel old. Oh. <laughs> Cuz I am told that old people eat is it. That Bob what it is that I love Barrel. I love so. Cracker Barrel and Bob Evans, so I think it's great. Um and you get like you can do breakfast, you got lunch mm. stuff, got dinner, yeah. so it's like a variety of yeah. things. But I will say I could probably eat Taco Bell. I don't know about every day, 
but I could eat quite a bit. So yeah. I definitely enjoy that. Yeah. Um, what is the best, this is more of a serious question. So okay. what is the best word of advice that you've ever received in life? Best word of advice that mm-hmm. I've ever received in life. Oh boy. I don't, I don't know how many people have given me advice. Um, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I, I'll tell you what. I, you know, this is one, and I have given this piece of advice because okay. I think somebody did give it to At me. At some point in time. So it's really irrelevant in my life right now and was only for a moment. But don't ever let your children sleep in your bed with you oh. or you'll never get them out of your bed. I would say that's a good piece of advice for and parents. I, I for mean, sure. It I know is a that good a lot of, of people do the family bed I know, and I I, I'm okay yeah. with that. But yeah. but for me, I was like, mm-hmm. so I mean, I I was I was a stickler about it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let him even though my, my oldest daughter would always kind of come in in the middle of the night and mm-hmm. sneak in bed and we'd never even know she was there because yeah. she'd lay like at the bottom of the bed, <laughs> which I guess didn't bother me that much. But yeah. But yeah, so huh. don't don't start him in the bed or him. you're never going to get him out of the bed. That's good I advice. <laughs> I'll say that for my dogs. So like our dogs are in our bed and it's definitely that way now. I'm never getting them out. So yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely, I, I can see that I being know, good the dog, Our dog was welcomed into the bed. The children well, oh, yeah. were not. <laughs> <laughs> Different season of life, yeah. right? Yes. Completely. Yes. That's what it is. That's what it is. I, that's probably the truth about us. I don't think like we had our kids really sleep in the bed with us. They always had a crib and we'd take them back to there. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's good advice. It's well, a good one. You know, hey, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't, like I say, it's only for seasons, but anyway. Hey, it's good. It's good. All right. So on Sunday, you talked to us about build the church. So that was what the message mm-hmm. was on. Before we kind of jump into that a little bit, um, give us a little summary of the idea of this message and then kind of like what led you to this point. And you talked about that a little bit on Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm originally, I, I originally started thinking that, mm. you know, I should do something like mother related mm-hmm. because it was Mother's Day. Yeah. But then I kind of was like, you know, um, I don't know. And then at one point I thought, you know, moms build little people. Mm. And so I think mm-hmm. that was the first thought I had. Okay, cool. And, you know, and then, um, then that just kind of kept going and then mm-hmm. expanded to just really, you know, me feeling like that. God's saying that we're entering into a new season mm-hmm. of faith, you yeah. know, or a new season for churches, because I think we have been through this mm-hmm. season where we felt like church has been a little bit attacked or a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it's been a loss for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not been the same. It's not mm-hmm. been, church has not been, but I think, you know, God's saying now's the time it's time to just mm-hmm. let's go from yeah. here and mm-hmm. build it back up again and build, you know, and build build ourselves so that mm-hmm. then we can be the church is really kind of where it ends up being, I guess, mm-hmm. because, you know, we're not, we're not in the business of building a church. We yeah. don't want to just have a church for the church. We want to be the church. So. Yeah. So true. But yeah, so I think it kind of went that way. And then, like I said, uh, Sunday, I mean, the Lord just kept bringing things and bringing things to me. And mm-hmm. I just was like, okay, mm-hmm. this must be where we need to go. So, <laughs> but yeah, I probably... That's Wouldn't where it started. About it. Yep, that's yeah. kind of where it started. That's awesome. I think it's interesting too. Like we talk about building the church. I think like 2020 and COVID and all that stuff 
really made a step back from church and look at it from a different perspective and see the things we've talked about this as a staff is like see the things we miss about mm-hmm. church and like gathering together is that whole season where we weren't able to really be in a building together. Right. And so I think it also when you take a step back from something in a season like that, you start to see the things that need to change and things mm-hmm. that we need to do better at. And um so yeah, I know you talked about we'll kind of go through some of that, but I think that's a big part of it is that God's wanting to make some changes and needing to do some things and yeah. we have this responsibility we have to step into. Well, and I think I think God prepares you for the season ahead. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that, you know, and and I don't I think the church is going to see things we've never seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After this pandemic. Oh, yeah. You know, I think we have seen things we've never seen. I don't think we ever ever mm-hmm. into our minds that some of the things that we'd be doing today, we would have been doing, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you're, you know, I think I think the Lord just starts beginning to build in us those mm-hmm. things that we need to be able to accomplish what he's going to call us to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So true. Um, one of the points that you made on Sunday is you said this, and I wrote it down, it says that church has become a weekly experience when it was meant to be a daily lifestyle. Now, uh, I thought this was so good. Can we talk a little bit more about this, kind of explain what we meant by this statement, is that church wasn't just meant to be this weekly thing, but it's supposed to be something we live each and every day. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, if you look back at the history of church and you look at Acts 2, mm-hmm. where church actually was birthed, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it, it says they met together daily, mm-hmm. that they, you know, and they took care of one another and they did, you know, church looked a whole, mm-hmm. it, the, the, if you go back to that, it's just, church was just what they did. It was yeah. their life. It mm-hmm. wasn't, um, you know, um, it wasn't just, hey, e- even from the fact that, in the Old Testament, they just gathered at the temple for feasts and important mm-hmm. events. I yeah. mean, you know, and so it's a transition from going from that to being a daily, mm-hmm. a daily experience or a daily uplifting of the people. And mm-hmm. and I think that you know, um, I do think for a lot of people, it's a it's a weekly obligation. Mm, yeah. Yeah, which is really sad mm-hmm. because it has come to that for us sometimes. I mm-hmm. think that it's just like, well, we're supposed to go to church, so we go to church, and thank the Lord we do. I know mm-hmm. that we're, you know, I, I, we absolutely should, but, but it has to be more than that. Mm-hmm. And you know, number one, that Sunday experience needs to be. We need to come in with a different mindset. I think mm-hmm. sometimes than just, hey, I'm just doing this because that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then. If we are really going to be the church, mm-hmm. it has to be a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, it has to be daily living it out in front of people and daily being the church, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think that's more what it's about. It's just, yeah. you know, it's not supposed to be an experience. Mm-hmm. We've got to be the church. And to be the mm-hmm. church, we have to live Christ like every day. Yeah. And we have to be constantly in tune with what God's doing. Mm-hmm. So it's not about going to a building. I think that becomes the thing, is right. Like right. We, we like, oh, I'm going to church. Like I've always heard that my whole life. We've say that all the time, mm-hmm. right? But it's not that like we're going to we are a part of the church. And if you're a part of something, right, you're living a part of it exactly. on Monday, Tuesday, went like all throughout that. And yeah. I think there's yeah. there's a lot of power in that. Somewhere along the line, I feel like we we all get to a place where we shift that in our minds and we do start thinking about church is like a location yeah and we have to i think it takes discipline in your life to continually remember no i'm i'm a part of this thing like i'm a part of what's going on and Mm -hmm. what god's doing and so i think that's a big 
big step to take and to always remember. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, just to remember the church is a living, breathing thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's, you know, and, and, it, and we've got to, we've got to realize that truly we are the only vessel that God has to reach mm-hmm. people and to, to serve people. And, you know, mm-hmm. you think about it, I just think it, it always amazes me when like a natural disaster mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. The first people on the scene is the church, mm-hmm. you know, and you can, you know, we've been involved with some stuff, you mm-hmm. know, around here that if it weren't for the church, yeah, nothing yeah. would have gotten done. Mm-hmm. And so it's so much of a living, breathing thing. And, you know, I think that sometimes when we just narrow it down to that mm-hmm. Sunday experience, mm-hmm. we shortchange God and we shortchange ourselves into what we can possibly do for him. Yeah. So, so good. You talked about the story of the disciples on the road to Emmaus um, and their encounter with Jesus. So we have these two men who are walking. All right. And you highlighted that they said this. I wanted to kind of read it. It says, we're not, we're not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us. And so you talked about how our hearts need to, to have that kind of that burning on the inside when we're spending time with Jesus and that desire. And let's I think it talks about that relationship piece. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that a little bit and kind of what we meant by by seeing that. Yeah. And I, you know, I had taught that to my kids in mm-hmm. Journeyland a few weeks ago. And when I read it, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, man, how can I put this into this, you know, mm-hmm. how, how does this fit?" Because um, you know, it, it, it I don't know that I'd ever really you know how you read something yeah. time and time again. Oh yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm talking about hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, how does our heart burn within us? Mm-hmm. And and I do, I think that, um, you know, again, we sometimes just take for granted, mm-hmm. you know, those ex- encounters and those experiences with the Lord. But, um, you know, I, I just, I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. They didn't even know he was there. Yeah. You know, they didn't recognize it. They didn't mm-hmm. recognize he was there. And so then they're like, you know, you know, when their eyes are open and they realize, man, it wasn't just about, mm-hmm. it was that there was something inside as mm-hmm. we were being a part of what he was saying and what he was doing and, mm-hmm. you know, what he was telling us that was burning inside of us. And I think as the church, if we're going to grow, if we're going to build, if we're going to be that church that we need for mm-hmm. this season and this day, you know, we've got to have that awe struck mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm of what God is doing, yeah. you know? And I think that was, you know, I think when they say their heart burned within them, they're kind of like saying, wasn't that amazing mm-hmm. how that, you know, he was able to show us these things. And I think that if we can sometimes open our eyes enough to see, mm-hmm. isn't it amazing what God is doing? Mm-hmm. Isn't it, you know, and, yeah. and to be able to experience that thrill in your heart and in your spirit that, mm-hmm. you know, wow. Yeah. You know? So. I, th- I think it's like you, you were teaching on this Sunday and I was sitting there and I was remembering back to like my first experience with Jesus, like when mm-hmm. Jesus became real to me. Like I grew up in church, but I can remember vividly the moment at 16 years old at a youth conference where like mm-hmm. it became real. Like it wasn't just a story that I heard. It was now like God, I felt like God was calling me specifically. And there was just this, I remember walking away from that and like, 
being so excited to read the word in a new way and like to just really be hungry yeah. for God's word. And we, you know, talk about that being like the first love with Jesus that we have. And I think that that's something we always have to be, we have to guard that in our life. It's like, you know, you, you get in a relationship with someone and over time, mm-hmm. sometimes it becomes like you're so used to each other. Right. Yeah. And I think it's being conscious of like continually trying to, fan that flame and reignite that and go, okay. And it's the same way with Jesus is like, how do we continually like lean into the fact of like, you know what? He's speaking when we read his word and he's moving in the church in all of these amazing ways. Um, and really just understand, can we get to that place again where our hearts burn for what God is doing? Right. There's so much power in that. Right. Absolutely. And, and even to take and, you know, to recognize in yourself, maybe I, I haven't had that experience lately. Mm-hmm. Then get somewhere. Go mm-hmm. go to a conference. Yeah. Go to a special service. Go to mm-hmm. a concert. You know, I guess they're coming back now. Yeah, I heard they're coming Mercy back. Mercy Me, November in Columbus. Oh, there we go. So, anyway, we go. you know, get to a conference. Get to a concert. Do something mm-hmm. that can, you know, ignite that again. And, and like you say, it's... You know, we do. We take for granted mm-hmm. that, you know, that we're okay. And every yeah. once in a while, we need that heart check. Uh-huh. We need that little heart check to say, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely know yeah. that that God this is, is real and yeah. this is where I'm supposed to be and this mm-hmm. is what I'm supposed to be doing. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you ended the day by telling, you talked about four things that kind of can deepen our walk. And so I'm just going to kind of go over them and then you can kind of briefly explain them to us. The first one was this regular encounters with God, kind of like what we were just talking about there, Um, hearing his voice, um, prayer and discipleship. And now all of these are things we've we've talked about, you know, in church and we've all heard these words. But I think it was so cool to kind of come back to these four things because maybe we feel like they're basic, but I think they're great reminders of what we have to we have to have these things, right? And so uh, talk to about these just kind of briefly about these four different things. Well, and, you know, um, I guess that list could have gone on and on and on, (laughs) you know, but, um, but basically, and, and someone had shared it in an article that I read and, and I was like, you know, the basic things that, you know, we have to do, but also they're sometimes challenging things mm, yeah. these are sometimes challenging ones they're mm. not as easy as well go to church yeah. you'll grow mm, <laughs> no, well yeah. not necessarily uh-huh. you know um but i love you know um to have encounters you know regular encounters with god or with christ and and i think that um you know again Mm-hmm. We have gotten to the place where we just take that for granted, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't really seek him out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, taking time to seek him out, taking time to put ourselves in positions where we can, you know, we can actually encounter his spirit and encounter him in new ways. And But then it's also the easiest things. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, just, you know, the other day, I mean, it's kind of silly, but the other day I looked out and I saw this. We have these most, we have these cardinals who live in our backyard. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. just beautiful. But there was one that was so vividly red and Mm -hmm. he was, I don't know if it's the girl or the boy, but I think it's, (laughs) I think it's the boy that's red. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anyway, so vividly red and I'm just like, I'm just awestruck by it. I'm just like, God, how do you create such beautiful Mm -hmm. things, Mm -hmm. you know, and how do you, you know, and I just stood there at my kitchen window for a minute and I just was spinning, I had this little moment with God of just 
He is just so awesome. Mm. And just if we just will not miss the littlest of things, mm. you know, we can have a little little encounter right there. Yeah. And, you know, just mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like this big shout it yeah. down, you know, but just to have those regular times that you and he kind of have this, mm-hmm. you know, this mm-hmm. connection, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, this connection. And so so I think that's so important. And then um, hearing his voice, I I think it's important because I think people struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, they just struggle. I think it's a faith issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. not that God's not speaking. Yeah. You know, but it's just really to believe that God could speak to them mm-hmm. and that God does speak to them, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, helping people to, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, there's a lot of value in somehow us teaching people how to recognize the voice mm-hmm. of God, but mm-hmm. you almost have to test it with your yeah. faith. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know, you almost have to test it and go, eh, I think that was God. And then, mm-hmm. you know, reconfirm it. And pretty soon he'll reconfirm it again. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the whole, you know, when you're putting together a message or yeah. you're, you know, you're getting ready to lead something, you know, it's not the first time God said build to me that I was like, oh, uh-huh. he's speaking to me about that. Yeah, yeah. It was like the fourth or fifth time uh-huh. that I'm like, okay, God, I, <laughs> yeah. I can tell you're speaking to me about this. You yeah. know, but I think that, you know, just mm-hmm. to have the faith to know that he will, mm-hmm. if you seek his face, yeah. you know, if you seek him, he'll answer you, you mm-hmm. know, and I think sometimes people are just kind of afraid to do that. And then I think prayer and discipleship is just, you know, <clears throat> As much as we all want to say, oh, yes, I do that. Yeah. We all struggle with it. Uh-huh. We all struggle with it. Yeah. And, you know, I thought when I got a job at the church, I'd be able to sit and pray all day. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I can yeah. pray and read my Bible all day long. My my this, my disciple, yeah, yeah. My, I should this just really, great. this should be great. I was like, no, you mm-hmm. still have to have that discipline on your own to do those things. And, you yeah. know. It's it's really comes from out of it grows out of your heart mm-hmm. and so that's I think why God was showing us on showing me on Sunday it's got to start with our heart and mm-hmm. yeah. you know and I I loved that how you know there's so many times and and I I know I didn't do a real search on it but how many times God says I'll give you a new heart mm-hmm. you know so yeah. God God knows that we need that little. Mm-hmm tune up every once in a while, you know, and, and I guess that's what Sunday was about is just, you know, don't, you know, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to go to the Lord and say, I just want a little tune up. I just Mm -hmm. need that, you know? And so I think God, like pastor and I have talked about this before is that like a lot of times we we're scared to come to God with like the uncertainty or maybe a lack of faith, or maybe we're struggling with certain things. Like we have a hard time because mentally we've, created this idea that we have to be perfect or we have to have it all figured out. And I don't think God's afraid or worried at all when we come to him, when we just like, Hey, I just need a, need a refresher. I need just Mm. some time. I just need to sit and just be here. You know, you were talking about, you know, looking at that cardinal out the window and, you know, with us, you know, we're doing a transition here. And so we're kind of in the process of getting ready to move and there's all these different things. And so there's been a few moments over the past week where I've just had to stop just put on some music and just sit in my living room and not do anything, but just kind of be in the moment and go, okay, God, I just, I need some peace right now. Mm -hmm. I need to just know this is what we're, you know what I mean? And I think it's okay to do that. And I don't think God looks at us any different. I think he encourages that because it is that time spent with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what, what an awesome thing that he does for us when we can, we know 
you know what I, I know what I need right now. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm scattered. I'm whatever. I need to just have the Lord just come around me and mm-hmm. just calm, slow me down. Yeah, and give him, and speak peace into my life. And you know it, that's growth. That's awesome. When you mm-hmm. get to that point where you're like, you know what, I I know what I need. Yeah, I need time with Him. Yeah, you know, and and then just to to stop and say, I'm doing it. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm doing it. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for your message on Sunday. I thought it was phenomenal. Um, I love the Legos and putting those together. I thought that yeah. was so cool that we all have yeah. a piece. We're all part of the church and it's time to just, you know, place that piece where it needs to be. And so uh, if you missed it, if you weren't able to see the service from this past Sunday, make sure you go back on YouTube and watch it. Um, and also be sure to subscribe to our podcast, like, comment, all of those awesome things. Um, and we'll be right back here next week for Between the Lines. We'll see you then.